The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. And once again, welcome to the Inboxed radio show. I'm John Fondy, the big Fabu, and uh, today we're going to talk about email marketing. And uh, it, it's really a concept that uh, that it's become something that has grown very similar to really uh, the significance has has grown from even when back when the the wheel was invented and the microwave oven was invented and the automobile and as we tradition in this now in the computer age we'll call it uh, past the industrial age people just do everything using email but more so than that it's become a commodity in the e-commerce stable and with me here today is the click father Kevin DiVincenzi and uh, Kevin if what I'm saying is, is is that true and how can you add to that um, basically John email marketing has, has grown into a, a mainstay uh, in today's business environment 95 percent of all uh, retailers now use email marketing as one of their uh, their, their ways to communicate with their customers. As a matter of fact, um, I was just reading a study from shop.org where a lot of uh, companies are now moving away from their traditional TV uh, buys and now moving right into email because they know that they can really target a lot more and be able to uh, to reach their uh, their consumers. Um, one study that they showed was a, um, a skateboard shop where they sold skateboards and surfboards, and once they were able to actually differentiate who bought the surfboards and who bought the uh, the uh, skateboards, they were able to uh, get about an 18% increase in their sales because they were now targeting, you know, the uh, surfboard lovers to just uh, high-end items that they know that they would uh, like and buy, and the uh, you know, and the opposite for the skateboard rider. So it was, you know, even though they they carried both, they were able to identify and then market, you know, primarily to them, which you can't really do in, in many other mediums. Well, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, coming from a traditional marketing background, that was always the big beef. Is that you know, you would, you, that they say in the industry that 50% of all of your advertising doesn't work. The problem is, is most people can't identify that 50%, i.e., what is working and what isn't working. And even though it was a struggle for a while and the traditional guys would say, we're saying we would never go away from traditional advertising, it's not going to go away. We're actually seeing it take place. It's actually in print because it is, you're able to track that ROI and get those results, which is going to give you more of a true cost, uh, for that that form of advertisement, and email is really the, the the thing that's really come on strong to provide us with that documentation. And um, as an advertiser, when you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, Kevin, that documentation really does become important. So anyway, let's go ahead now. I see that we have uh, someone that has just checked in here. This is the one guy in the industry that does make house calls. He's the doctor. He's Dr. Delivery. Adam Young, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, and you kind of heard what we were talking about in the evolution of email here, but it's gone even more so than that. Let's drill down on some of the things that you've seen as this evolution has taken place. Well, if you go back and rewind a few years ago, you see that everyone sort of just uh, threw shit at the barn and, and hope it stuck, you know, get as many emails out the door as possible. And today it's an entirely different marketplace. Vendors uh, and, and retailers and marketers are starting to, to tighten down all their lists, like, like the click father said, and really focus on delivering the correct advertisements and media to the, the people who are truly interested in them and, you know, just slashing their marketing costs all the way down to the floor. And uh, the technology that goes into that isn't all too complicated, and it's, it's really starting to revolutionize the, uh, the Internet industry when it comes to e-tail. Um, you know, let's talk now and go back for the for you know. There's a lot of room in this industry still, and and with with you know job loss and corporate restructuring and stuff, a lot of people are getting into this email marketing game. Um, how would you suggest that somebody gets started? Where do they go? Where do they find the things and the tools that they would need to be successful in this industry? Well, it's it's funny that you mention that because I did a test yesterday might have been coincidence. And I wrote an email marketing platform in, uh, in about 10 minutes using nothing but PHP, a simple database. And it's about half a page of code, John. It's, it's nothing, uh, nothing really all that complex. And, um, and it's capable of delivering about a quarter million emails a day on a very simple platform. So I, I would have to say that, really, if you want to get into email marketing and you, you don't know where to start, I think the library or a book on PHP would, would be a definite jump start to your career. I think that everybody's used to, uh, to some form of, uh, of work on the computer. When you start getting into to, to PHP and, and, and some code work and stuff like that, is it, is it something that's difficult or is it, is it just a little diligence uh, somebody could, could come up to speed relatively quickly? With the advanced mailers, I would have to say I would never, ever hire anybody but uh, an amazing programmer to work on them. But when it comes to PHP, uh, you read all these articles on the Internet about how 13- and 14-year-old kids are jumping on the Internet, creating blogs and, and you know, uh, making money with their websites and doing all these projects, and, and you know, they're, they're kids. And this is the same technology that I use to write a half a page of code to send some emails. It's well, the, not the, the complicated. Point, Adam, it just takes a little time. Adam, if I could just further on that point, um, you know, the, the with with uh, with the abundance of offshore companies out there, Elance, Offshoring.com, just name two, um, it'd be very easy for somebody to, in layman's terms, put out what they're looking for in regards to a small little mailing platform and have somebody build it for them relatively inexpensively. Um, what what uh, what we what at least what I don't advise people to do is go for the out of the box package type constant contacts, um, you know, get response order responder type systems only because a lot of them don't have the flexibility nor nor do they uh, they really provide everything that you need to uh, to run a successful campaign all the way through, especially with your open to click through rates and the different things that you need. I I agree. As long as the marketer, uh, you know, is, is sending a lot of email, if they're generating their own lists. 
uh, off of a website and just have a very, very small contact base. I think con- constant contact and, you know, uh, vertical response, all those guys, they have their niche and they do a good job. But I, I totally agree. If you're going to be an email marketer, you need your own platform. You need to really work with something that can be tailored to what you do. And the price point that I would put on the half a page that I wrote last night uh, is maybe 100 bucks. You know what I mean? If if I were going to do someone's project on script lance to make what I made last night, maybe a hundred bucks. Right. So, um, can you talk at all about uh, about how how the how the program uh, performed, how it responded, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it took about three and a half hours to deploy one hundred and ten thousand three hundred and forty-five emails. And uh, the neat thing is, is since I only deployed 110,000 emails, and it was uh, a mixed list across uh, the top eight ISPs, top eight largest ISPs, you know, only a few thousand emails per ISP went out. And because of that, there was no rate limiting, there was no spam boxing. I literally uh, am seeing 97, 98% inboxed rates on that just small 110,000 list I sent out. And so the neat thing about that list is I know that it's people who are interested in meeting other people. It's a, it's a social list that I generated in-house, and it's very small, but it's also very profitable. So we actually generated 2,270 clicks off of uh, 10,300 opens for 433 leads uh, and $2,381.50 uh, in revenue off of a three-and-a-half-hour send to a 110,000-unit list on a uh, mailing platform that, that I made in, in 10 minutes that's, uh, you know, just a simple PHP mailer. Well, I think you really uh, show just just how how easy this can be. I mean, and I don't want to, I don't want to make people sound like, make it sound like what you didn't do wasn't fantastic because it was, but it shows when you, when you really put your mind to it, what you can, what you can do and how you can literally in a matter of, of days, weeks, or months completely change your entire career and turn it into something that is going to be profitable. But the key word to this, Adam, is what I understand. You did this, you did this legally and you did this without a huge expense. I think those two key factors right there should entice anybody that would want to get into this business. Well, I mean, Absolutely. there are some factors, John, not, not to simplify it in regards to, you know, it, it did take uh, Adam time and money to build the list, to acquire the list, you know. Um, and if I, Correct me if I'm wrong here, Adam. I think the way you built this list was uh, with, with a PPC um, method in regards to uh, putting, up, putting up a ad on Google AdWords and having them, uh, you know, opt in through a system. I think that's how this list was built of people that were already interested in dating or what have you. So, I mean, there is a cost there that could be anywhere from 20 to 70 cents a record that does have to be, uh, you know, accounted for. Are you going to make the money back? Of course, but it is definitely something that uh, people need to know. You can't just run out and, you know, get a harvest, harvested list or, or buy a list unless you have uh, strict uh, permission to do so and the privacy statement and everything matches what, uh, what the company is trying to do. Yeah, I mean, hold on a second there, Kevin. You're absolutely right. Uh, there was cost involved in generating this list, but it was it was not PPC. It was actually entirely viral. Um, oh, this what? list okay. is yeah. This list, uh, oh, the yeah. acquisition cost on this list was technically only the dedicated server of the website that was on there. Um, uh, I paid absolutely nothing for the records, but I did spend a lot of time getting it listed in the search engines and building backlinks to the pages and, and getting it up there. So there was a lot of time and effort that went into it, and uh, my real only overhead cost on this 
particular list was the server that it resides on. So uh, I think I pay $79 a month for this dedicated server. Um, Adam, okay, can we touch on, on – John, I'm not – I apologize. Um, but the – because I, I definitely, as we're giving advice, I don't want to make it where it's too simple where because that's where people will make mistakes, and then they'll say, hey, well, you just told me it's that easy. Um, that you can't just pick up a list and just mail a list. I mean, if you can touch a little bit on list hygiene and, you know, the, the steps it takes, I think that's very important for our listeners to understand that it's not just, you know, uh, I mean, there's still guys selling, you know, lists on eBay and what have you, and I you don't want people buying those, mailing them, getting shut down, getting a bunch of complaints, and, you know, ultimately affecting their affiliate network <clears throat> as well. Um, we want to definitely get um, make sure everybody's well-educated as to what the proper steps are with list hygiene and how to acquire, buy, or uh, or uh, mine your own list, um, you know, from your own data. Absolutely, and that's a that's a very important point that you brought up there. And um, you know, of course, my list I generated it, so I have all of the opt-in information for that list. No one else has this list. Uh, it wasn't purchased or sold to anybody, and so I I retain the total rights over the data, and that makes it exclusive to me. And that also means that that I don't really have to worry about you know FTC complaints or spam house listings or or any of those uh, you know spam complaints that you get from sending emails. From bad right, lists. but you still so, do have a privacy statement up on your website where they did opt in, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a privacy okay, right. statement. They had to click and, and a checkbox that said they agreed. And, and my my guess, I haven't looked at yours specifically, um, Doctor Delivery, but I would think that uh, it also says that you do have the right to sell the list if you, if you so choose, um, to, to sell rent or what have you. I mean, that's what mo most privacy statements do have. Because um, I think that's an important thing too, is to understand that uh, that um, you know what, what's what's happening with the data, um, just so people understand that it's not. Uh, and, and then the other thing um, would be what fields? What are the minimum fields required? Um, I, I know uh, you know for for us, it's always first name, last name, uh, where they opted in, the time, the date, and the originating IP of their machine. Um, do you want to touch on that or what the bare minimum would be? So if there was perhaps a spam complaint or somebody made a claim that they didn't opt in, what is the, the least amount of information that you are comfortable collecting? Um, when you're, when well, you're before we go to that, uh, that answer, okay. guys, uh, we'll keep everybody right on the edge of their seats. We're going to take a short break to allow you a chance to catch your breath. And when we come back, Adam, uh, the uh, uh, doctor delivery will give us that answer to that question. So I think it's a reason for you guys to stick around. So I'm John Fondy. With the Inbox Radio Show, we'll be right back right after these short messages. Stay with us, won't you? Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? 
Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. If yes, you pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, and welcome back to the Inbox Radio Show. I'm John Fondy, the Big Fabu, and of course with me on the line, as always, is Kevin DiVincenzi, the Quick Father, and making a house call, Dr. Delivery, Adam Young. Kevin, before we tossed to the break, I thought you, you asked a series of brilliant questions of Dr. Delivery. Maybe you could touch on that again, and then we could get a, a detailed answer from the doctor. Sure. Well, my, my basic question was um, minimum fields required as you're building a list. So whether you're using a viral technique, whether you have people organically coming to your website, whether you're using a PPC technique that I, that I revealed a, a few minutes ago, um, what are the minimum fields that are required for you to be comfortable if somebody is to say that there's a spam complaint? Because, I mean, let's face it, people fill out things all day on the Internet, then they forget whether, you know, what they filled out. So if a complaint does come in, you want to have a minimum amount of information to say, hey, uh, Mr. John Q, you actually did fill this out, and you filled it out on this date at this time. For, for us, internally, we want first name and last name, IP address of uh, their computer, the date, time, and where they signed up. Um, I know other people have, have uh, you know, uh, di- di- uh, different, uh, a different set of requirements. I know some of the companies like Constant Contact have a different set of requirements as well. They have, uh, I think, more of a minimum requirement than that. Um, and the other thing was privacy statements to touch upon what a privacy statement says and how to look at that if somebody's offered you data to say, let me see where you uh, captured that data and let's look at the privacy statement and make sure you have a right to sell that to me. Doctor yeah, I mean, the minimum requirements based on the law are obviously the, the email address, but furthermore, the time and date of opt-in, where they opted in, the current website where they actually entered in their information, and of course, the opt-in IP address. These, these are the, the bare minimums required by, by law um, to keep on, on all your records that, that you have in-house. Now, when I capture records, I like to, at my personal bare minimum, is to add in the first and last name there, because when I market to somebody, every single email I send out, I like to put their name in. It, it, it brings them in, it makes them feel like we're focusing directly on them, and, uh, and we see much higher, much higher click-through rates when we address somebody by their name as opposed to, hey, what's up, guy? So 
I think that's a really powerful way to do it. Um, also, by adding in an address, this is a, a great way so you can geo-target your campaigns. You know, there's, there's a lot of great ways to market uh, in the local industries um, through email. And if you collect their, their zip code or their state, you can geo-target where they live, and you can, you can target that person directly for your individual local campaigns. And when it comes to the privacy statement, absolutely. In our privacy statements, we always have a checkbox where they have to agree to, that they've read it. They're, they're fairly simple, but they include that we're going to send you emails uh, on, on a, you know, either a daily, a weekly, a monthly basis, whatever we're going to do, and that we have the right to rent, uh, sell, or allow someone to use those lists as long as there is uh, opt-out information in all of the messages. Well, good, 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 solid information, guys. I think that's that. That's the purpose for the show. And uh, one of the things that I do want to, um, I want to uh, remind our listeners of uh, that we will answer your questions. And uh, what we'd like you to do is 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 get you to send those questions to us. And if you send those questions to us, we'll answer those questions right on the air because we want to talk about what is prudent and also what is. Uh, uh, what, it, what it is that you want us to talk about. And, Adam, I think we've got an address to send those questions to. Maybe you could fill us in on that. Absolutely. It's questions at inboxedradio.com. Absolutely. And uh, we're working on the uh, working uh, diligently every week on our website, and we'll be adding information. We'll be putting documentation on there. We'll be putting white papers and things of that nature. So you can go to inbox. You can uh, you can also listen to previous shows. You can gather information and um, and uh, stay abreast of the pertinent news as as it is is posted to us. And Adam, the uh, the address of the inbox radio show is. Inboxradio.com. Just wanted to make sure, and I always love hearing it. Hear the big fat boo here as well. Um, hey, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, about um, some things that you can do to 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 get so to avoid getting caught up in you know in some discrepancies and 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 things on, on the negative side out there. Things to watch out for so you don't get tripped up out there, guys. You want to talk about that a little bit? Doctor Delivery, would you like to start? Why do I have to throw all the negative questions at me? <laughs> all right. Um, the email, the email marketing marketing arena is, is a great place where there's a lot of revenue to be made, and it's it's a lot of fun. And it's always changing, but you have to be careful about what you're doing and really be meticulous so you don't have any issues. I know that that making sure your your software is delivering properly is is also a big concern. We like to put seeds in all of our lists and for the listeners out there who are new a seed is an email account that we own um at different ISPs to make sure that one we're getting in the inbox cuz we don't want to send it anywhere else and two to make sure that our emails are displaying properly that there are no display issues that all of the opt out information is in there properly and uh there there are no problems you know i'm sure we've all seen emails come into our inboxes that uh you know they might be blank or there might be a bunch of jumbled information in there there might be no link um and part of that is is you know the mailing platform may have sent an email out that that wasn't properly formatted or or isn't being read right by Yahoo or Google or whatever ISP you're mailing to. So it's important to test all your email campaigns into the ISPs you're mailing to and personally review them to make sure that they're visible, that the opt-out information is in there, and that, of course, that message is getting into the inbox. 
Kevin, any thoughts on, on your side? Um, no, I mean, as far as trip-ups, the, the main thing is read. Read from people's experiences. This is not a new market anymore. This has been, uh, it, you know, I'm 11 years I've been in this business now. It's, uh, it's, it's a very mature market, so there's a lot of, you know, learn from other people's mistakes, ask questions, join forums, um, take the time to learn. That's what, you know, we, we all keep on saying. Um, it's not something you could just jump in and say, hey, I'm going to make a lot of money. Uh, those are the guys that ultimately fail, guys or girls. Um, you need to put the time in. It's like anything else. You know, you're mastering a trade. Um, the only difference is this is constantly changing and constantly evolving. The exciting part is opportunities constantly change and evolve. So if you find something that works, even if it works for a short period of time, you can make a lot of money off that. Where so there's the only the only constant in this business is change, um, and that's something very very important to uh, to understand and to appreciate. So you know I personally do a lot of reading. I probably read at least three hours a day. Keep myself abreast of everything happening. Um, I've made many alliances in the industry that I talk to. We feed off each other. We share tidbits constantly. Um, that's really your, your best way. Um, but just understand this is not. Uh, you know, it, it's not a, uh, a part-time business to get involved in. I mean, it can be if, if you want to limit yourself to what, uh, what you want to do. If you're very serious about being an email marketer, then it's, uh, it's going to take some time and commitment to do. Okay. As we're on the topic of, of lists and building lists and stuff, guys, here, here's a question for you. Let's just say, for instance, uh, you get an email from, from your church, and, uh, and whomever sent that has put all the members of the church, uh, and they come in, um, you know, um, so, so you can see all of those lists. They didn't blind copy those people on whatever the, whatever the thing would be. You know, what's your advice on taking that all of that information and just and emailing something out to them? Is that legal or is that illegal? That would be illegal, John, because you don't have opt-in information from those people. So, um, so and the yeah. So and the reason I bring that up is because if people are getting into this, you know, you know, you look at low-hanging fruit and things of that nature. And I guess what sure. you're saying is just because. I'm on that list. That doesn't give me uh, that. Does, I've opted into that list from the grocery store or uh, right. or the surfboard shop or whatever. Doesn't mean that well, I mean, everybody it's, it's, else on right. that has it's opted in to receive because, information because, from me. Is that what you're trying to say, Kevin? Well, yeah. There's a couple of challenges in 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 in, uh, in your example, John. The first one would be um, if if you just CC'd everybody and I grabbed the list and I put it into my email program, I have no rights to email that list. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, rent it from you. I didn't, and, and that'd be the first thing. Secondly, even if you did sell me that list or rent me that list, um, what you know, what does your privacy statement look like? Do you have the? Do you have it in your privacy statement that you can rent or sell the list or you know um, joint market the list? Um, so it's a couple of different issues there, but that's not you know <clears throat> the one. The one. The, the biggest fallacy um, that's still out there is people think you know more, that they need to mail 20 million pieces a day to make money and all these things. And I think something that Adam touched on earlier, um, and, and I'm sure he will again, is less is more. If you target your data and you have data that opens and clicks properly, you don't need to have a lot of data. You know, Adam's example of uh, 110,000, uh, it was 110,000, that correct? Yep, 110K. Okay, 110K, and he's already got 10K opens, and when did you send that, Adam? How many hours ago? Uh, I sent that yesterday. I started to send yesterday. at okay. 8 o'clock in the evening. 
So, right. so statistically, on day one, you'll hours. get 70% of your results. On day two, you'll get 15%, and then all the way up to day five, you'll get the additional 15%. Um, there might be another percent in there, you know, from, from there on. Um, so basically, by, uh, by, by the end of day tomorrow, Adam will have about 85% of his results there. So hypothetically, I'm going to take a guess that he's going to have 15,000 opens. Now, if Adam wants to take those 15,000 opens and, and hyper-target them again into another sub-list, because he's already got the responders, those 15,000 will probably produce the same result that he just got from mailing that whole list of 110,000. So you have to keep on tweaking and keep on cutting it down to, to get to, uh, to micro-mail. So the whole idea is not how much you want to mail, it's how you mail and how you market. It's just like you know, targeting anything else. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. Just to give you an idea, Kevin, that, that obviously isn't the first time we've mailed that list. So right. some people might say, oh, hey, that's virgin data, and you just you, you managed to sure. pull off those revenues because it's virgin data. Sure. But I, I will tell you right now that since we have created that list, out of the 110,000 records, we have had 48,356 unique clickers on that exact generated list since the date we've opened it up. So, um, I mean, just by, by micromanaging, like you said, that list and, and keeping it very clean and making right. sure it's targeted properly and we send those people information they want to see, we've, we've been able to generate, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars off this list, right. which is only 110,000 records. Right, but that goes back to the point that, you know, if, if you're, even if you're using one of the techniques like uh, search engine marketing or PPC to generate a targeted list, I've got a... a uh, 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 another acquaintance um, that I, I can't really disclose his, his exact business model, but I can tell you for uh, for quite some time he used Google AdWords to build a very targeted list to what he was looking for, and he built 50,000 uh, recipients. Um, and this man makes anywhere between seven to ten thousand dollars a week on that list. So even if it cost him a dollar per recipient at the beginning, he invested fifty thousand dollars in his business. He got paid back in five weeks. I mean, it's one of those things that the more targeted you are, the more granular you are, the better results. You know, it, it's you're feeding a machine. What you put in is what you you know um, what you get out. You're hoping to uh, to sift through and get a lot of gold out of there. But if you put you know a bunch of shit in there, you're going to get shit coming out of it. Exactly. Well, that's, <clears throat> that's that's great information. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about trademarking, trademark infringement, and some other things to be careful of when you're getting into this business. So, again, this is John Fondy, the Big Fabu, with the Inbox Radio Show. We'll be right back right after these short messages with more great information. Stay with us. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being 
one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back. We're having a great time here on the Inbox Radio Show. I'm John Fondy, the Big Fabu. With me on the line also is the Click Father, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the doctor. The doctor is in the house. Doctor Delivery, Adam Young. Guys, I touched on a topic before we uh, tossed it out to the break, and that was, uh, you know, trademarks and trademark infringement. And I want to kind of go into that and also offer up some suggestions how to make things easy on the emailers. Kevin, why don't you jump in on that one? Well, you know, let's talk for a quick moment, John, about, uh, you know, affiliate marketing as a whole. Because, I mean, most emailers, obviously, um, there's a few niche guys that are are running campaigns just for, you know, for one specified client. Um, We actually did that when we first started back in uh, in 97, where we only worked for, you know, for a couple of select clients. Um, Now, you know, with that, you have the challenges of, you know, making sure you get paid, making sure that... uh, you know, the deal's right, writing the scripts to collect the leads or the sales or whatever it may be, yada, yada. Now it's become a lot simpler with the emergence of all these uh, affiliate networks out there, including our own. Um, and with that, that brings, if there's an email campaign, let's just, you know, say, say you go on, on our network on xy7elite.com, it's going to give you the approved subjects that have already gone through legal review. It's already got, gone through uh, FTC compliance. Um, it's going to give you the from addresses to use. It's going to give you the exact ads to use. Um, and all those things are very important because now you're not guessing and you're not, you know, and, and me doing this for so long, I mean, sure, there's things that work. You go, oh, my gosh, this, this would have worked better. That's not the point. The point is to be able to do everything legally, ethically, and not to have to guess. Because a lot of the lawsuits that happen and a lot of, a lot of uh, trademark claims or um, different claims that happen are people just don't know. You know, they don't know that they can use something, they can't use something. I mean, if you're, if you're emailing Netflix and you say, what's better, Blockbuster or Netflix, Blockbuster may come down um, and serve you with a cease and desist and then potentially sue you for damages because of disparagement. I mean, there's so many different things that can happen. Um, this is actually a great topic, John, that we should get uh, Mr. Ben Kelly back on, on one of our shows to talk about um, of all the different things that happen because you just don't know. I mean, I just saw on the, uh, on the Dotus.com two days ago that uh, Tag.com, just got hit by the uh, New York Attorney General for false advertising, and it was some sort of viral deal that they were doing. Um, Adam, it was actually something we were just talking about in the conference call the other day 
about if you can or can't do viral. And this was a viral piece, um, and the attorney general in New York saying, you know what, this, it was false advertising, and we're gonna we're gonna nail you for it. We're gonna raid your offices and uh, you know and make you guys pay. Um, which you know, unfortunately, as everybody knows, and I'm not gonna get on a soapbox here, but you're in this country, you're guilty before uh, proven innocent. So you don't wanna you wanna avoid those problems if possible. You wanna do everything in your power. So if the affiliate network is adding is is um, being your intermediary in between that relationship and has already certified everything and done everything for you, follow those rules. You've got your subjects. Test within those limits. You can still do, as Adam said, doctor delivery, um, add personalization, and do those different uh, different things. Uh, and small things work. I mean, you can add a date inside the email. You can modify the email within means and just always check with your affiliate manager. Um, there's certain modifications you can do. The other thing you can do is you can come up with your own ad and then give it to your affiliate manager to get it approved and it can go through legal and what have you. Uh, but I just want to caution everybody from just going out there and trying different things. It's not the wild, wild west anymore, and everybody is accountable, and you know people aren't people aren't able to hide. So it's uh, if you screw up, trust me, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it from your affiliate network, but also potentially from uh, you know from a law enforcement agency. So you have to take this very seriously. Doctor, uh, your comments on that subject. I, I totally agree. Um, you have to be careful with what you do. <laughs> I, I remember when it was the Wild West, but it's definitely not that way anymore. And, and you know what? There's more money in it anyways if you follow the rules. As, as crazy as that sounds, you know, everyone thinks, oh, if I do this, this, I could be making a ton more money. But <laughs> it's not the case. If you follow the rules, you protect yourself, and the ability to make plenty of revenue is there. I mean, I basically outlined that in my, in my test last night, you know, just, just to show our listeners that it's, it's not easy, but the opportunities are there to just go out there and get into email marketing. Now, I can tell you uh, something Kevin mentioned briefly there is if you want to do your own advertisements, run them past your affiliate manager. And not only would I recommend this, I would say that you need to absolutely review every single creative you're putting in your emails because once you start sending that email, that inventory you've sent out, you know, if it performs, it performs. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you, you always want it to perform. And so one of the easy ways to stay in compliance, but also to, uh, you know, increase deliverability on your campaign is to take the images and email creatives that the affiliate networks get you, give you and change nothing but the layout of uh, the, the code in the email. So the email looks exactly the same. But what you can do is you can re-slice the images and put them in a different size table and change the tags around so they're not the same as everybody else. But the email is exactly the same as what the affiliate network gave you visually, which will still make it compliant with your advertiser, with the affiliate network, and the FTC and the attorney generals. Well, touching on one more thing, Adam, how you, uh, you just had said... Uh, to check your ads as well, you know, it, it, you're, you're essentially doing door-to-door -door selling. So if you were to do door-to-door -door selling, you're going to check your appearance before you leave to go knock on doors. You're going to check and make sure that your suit looks correct and your hair looks right and, and your, your nails are clean and all these different things. It's the same thing when you're sending out uh, email because you're presenting your offer to these people's inbox um, so you're walking into their home. I mean, you are fi you're not physically, but you are, you're walking into their home when they're checking the email at home. That, that's your offer, so make sure it looks, feels uh, right. It's not uh, there's not broken images, there's not inappropriate images. I mean, it's it's up to the marketer at the end of the day to make sure that everything before they press send works and looks right. And I mean, un unfortunately, with so many different campaigns out there and so many different uh, variables that can happen at any given time, I and mean, we've caught so much on on 
on tests where, where it was a miscoding and, and the affiliate links didn't fire on certain parts of the images. And I mean, you know, we could spend three shows talking about that, but it's a point of you take, you take your time to do so many other things, you better take your time to make sure that you, uh, that you, uh, that your creative looks perfect before it goes out. Test it, send it to yourself, send it to your friends, try different browsers, try different email programs. I mean, that's, that's a big part of this business is just testing and then, you know, working off your results. Absolutely. And you know what? If you're in compliance, Kevin, they also have the opportunity to kick you out of their house by unsubscribing. So it's really important to make sure that email is good and that it's coming in correctly so they don't see a broken email and then go, ah, and click the unsubscribe link. Because at Absolutely. that point, you've lost your potential customer. That's very, very, very true. When you, when you talk about the tips and the, and the hints here, again, I want to make sure that, uh, that people listening to the show, in case you just joined us uh, uh for the last minute that we've got here, uh, we want to take your questions, and you can uh, send questions in to our team of experts at questions at inboxedradio.com, or you can go to the website, inboxedradio.com. As we're growing that, we'll have uh, tidbits of information. We'll have, um, we'll have uh, weekly columns and, uh, and white papers that people will write on there, so you can kind of stay abreast, and you'll also understand a little bit about what we're going to have on the next show as well, which is always good, which might prompt a question for you. And again, sending in a question may prompt a whole show about a different topic, and that's the great thing about InboxedRadio.com, that our experts that we have on the show along with our host, uh, the Click Father, and the Dr. Delivery, they're going to answer these questions, and they're going to answer them from being in the field, meaning that they are currently existing and doing what it is that you're doing right now, and they're doing it very well. So they're going to give you very candid answers, they're going to give you truthful answers, but they're going to give you answers that are up-to-date and things that are working, and that's the, that's the excitement that we see in the Inbox Radio Show. So, Quick Father and Doctor, I want to thank you guys both for being on the show today. Did you have a good time? Yeah, oh, of course, John. John. I just wanted to leave two, two small points. Um, you could follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash inboxed. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, um, which is facebook.com slash inboxedradio. Um, and uh, the other thing is I want to leave my aim out there if anybody did have questions. It's ROI Deals Daily, R-O-I-D-E-A-L-S-D-A-I-L-Y. Um, you can always hit me up with questions, uh, you know, questions or comments that you have, and I can make sure the rest of our team get them. Doctor well, delivery. great. Well, hey, and as, as a reminder, every Wednesday at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific uh, time is when we air the show live, so we want to make you a part of it as well. Again, for the Click Father and for the Doctor, I'm John Fondy. We'll see you next time on Inbox Radio. Have a great one.